Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. How is everyone on this Tuesday? I hope you're doing great. Remember, every Thursday night, we have Yappy Hour, Yappy Hour Sale. That's from 6 p.m. to midnight uh, mountain time. We put a lot of things on sale to try to help beat this crazy inflation. Uh, that's going on right now. And I would say, uh, you know, I'm always going to give you guys the heads up when I think you need to do something. I do believe that um, you want to make sure that you have reserves, okay? Reserves. And that's going to be in treats and in supplements, certainly in supplements, okay? So let's just say that the apocalypse happens, right? And uh, the money system goes down or 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 something happens and you can't buy the type of food that you're used to buying right now. Well, let's make sure that we have some good supplementation, green eggs, red rover. We've got the antioxidants, which are going to be your turkey tail, your chaga mushrooms. Um, also, the uh, phytoplankton and your omega-3s. Those are going to be very, very important in the event that something happens and um, the only food you can't feed is kibble. <laughs> now, you know, I'm not going to say friends don't let friends feed kibble. If there's nothing else to eat, I'll be out hunting myself. But um, still, good supplements are something that you do want to have on hand. Um, a lot of times these are not going to expire for years. Put them in a refrigerator, put them in a, a dark place and keep them for your poochies. Okay. That's just a little something that I would say. Maybe want to think about right here and now. All right, so Tuesday brings up Brian's beef. What's Brian's beef with the industry, raw feeding, or science uh, on this Tuesday? Well, I'll tell you what it is. Uh, and Brian is one of the raw squad members. He is a raw feeder. Um, he is involved in a lot of different groups. He studies. He has a lot of great knowledge. And so I've asked him, Brian, share that knowledge with our listeners. And so he is doing that. So Tuesdays are going to be Brian's beef. I've changed it. I decided Brian's beef. What is Brian's beef about right now? Okay. And here's what it is. Today, we're going to talk about the problem with science. <laughs> the problem was, man, in this last three years, I'm, uh, I mean, what was it? Tony Fauci said, I am the science. Okay. Mr. Science. Um, mm. A lot, of, a lot of stuff coming out about uh, the lies and what they knew and the incentives. Um, and so my heart goes out to those that were pressured and bullied and um, did some things that maybe aren't working out uh, right now for your health. But there are some great stories. Uh, Dr. Peter McCullough's got some uh, protocols out there that if you are listening and you did, um, succumb to something that um, you should have never had to succumb to, then 
there are some things that um that I think that, that that can help you. There was an article that came out today that says a lot of people are starting to have teeth problem. Uh teeth problems because I think it has to do with the bones, the bones in the mouth and the jaw area. Um so anyway, we want to make sure we have good supplementation for ourselves as well. But I digress. I'm going back to the science. What is the problem with the science, Brian? Here's what he has to say. He says, the basis of science used to be that we questioned everything, right? Today, if we question science, well, we are conspiracy theorists or science deniers. Are the only people allowed to question the ones with an alphabet soup of letters after their name? I mean, there should be no shame in not accepting the status quo, especially when all the information required to have an informed opinion is not readily available. And I would have to agree with Brian. You know, one of the things that I would encourage all of my pet parents to do, and Dr. Jasek and I will be talking about this on the podcast tomorrow, is to ask your vet, what happens if you vaccinate your pet and your pet has inflammation in the body. Does it help it or does it make it worse? A very simple question to ask your vet, if my dog is already inflamed, does a vaccination help or hurt? And we're going to get more into that on the podcast tomorrow, okay? Brian goes on and he says, for example, did you know that pharmaceutical companies are not required to publish trials that don't work or find side effects they can do as many trials as they want and only publish the results where they fared favorably also most educational institutions doing the bulk of these studies are not required to disclose any relationship with a manufacturer when compensation is less than ten thousand dollars annually brian goes on to say i find all this troubling when the pressure for the raw feeding, naturally healthy pet communities to provide studies. They want us to provide studies to support our practices. Right. I mean, okay, but we do know, Brian, that this is a very upside down world. Nothing seems to make sense, but I'm not sure that our listeners actually know that this level of nonsensicalness is going on. I do now. Brian goes on to say, well, who, who reads these studies? If you thought medical professionals did, well, you'd be wrong. Dr. Milton Packer, a distinguished cardiovascular science scholar at Baylor University, tells of a conference where hundreds of young physicians confided, confided that not a single one of them reads the medical journals that are delivered to them. Not one single doctor. When asked why, why don't you read the medical uh, material that is provided? And the response was this, we don't know how to read them. What? We don't know how to read them? Okay. Uh, Brian goes on to say, furthermore, they said that because so many studies uh, only contradict the other studies, it makes sense to refrain from reading them. 
Instead, doctors rely more on industry regulators, often unduly influenced by large corporations for their information. Is that shocking? This is me talking now, not right. Is that shocking? I, I mean, nobody's reading studies. So you would think, right, that you go in, you take your putt in, and the institution that you are using, the clinic that you are using, that they're all up on the newest studies. And you'd be wrong because they admit they don't even read them. And they're just, they just want the cliff notes. Hey, hey, you, that, um, that's unduly influenced by large corporations. Can you just tell me how to treat this pet? Oh, 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 you want the hills. Oh, I got it. Okay, just give them the, the hydrolyzed protein. You betcha. I got it now. And I can just zippity-doo-dah through my day. I do not have to read a daggum thing. Well, that's just a bunch of sphincter news, isn't it now? So Brian says, well, how do we trust the science knowing this? It may be time that science earns our trust back. Amen, B. Amen. It's time to start giving more weight to anecdotal or empirical data. As fresh food feeders and proponents of natural health for our pets, we've all seen the changes in our animals. They're soft, they have shiny coats, they have great teeth, healthy weights, they have a um, fantastic body composition. Allergies and skin irritations are clearing up. They have improved mood, focus, they have a calmer behavior, and these can no longer be ignored or dismissed as anomalies. What we do works, and we don't need a study to prove it. Just look at our dogs. We say that all Look at our dogs. And if you're listening to people whose dogs do not have all of that stuff that I just read, Maybe you need to talk to the people who do have healthy dogs. You want to talk to the people who have what you want in life, who have the health you want, who have the dogs who are healthy, who have the dogs that have the health that you want your dog to have. Because if you have a sick dog and you're talking to somebody who's doing things that promote sickness, how's that going to help? There's a problem here. It's how to live this podcast, the problem with science. And there is a problem with science, and we need to understand what the heck are you calling science? Are you calling science an industry that is unduly influenced by large corporations? Are you calling that science? Because last time I looked, that's not really science. We have to Wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Brian goes on to say, we all have the same story of trusting and doing everything our vet said to do, and our animals are still sick. And then something clicked for us, and we started doing things differently. We had the courage to do things differently. We saw results, and that made us want to continue and do more. It became an avalanche, and our pets, our pets were and are the benefactors. Avalanches are potent forces of nature. What if we harness that power by encouraging others to ask questions and to do their research? 
we can feel okay relying on other people's experiences to do better with our pets instead of ignoring proven results because no official quote unquote official study exists. And Brian ends with this. He says, the real world is often our best laboratory. We all learn when we ask questions. And the only people I know who do not like questions are those who know the answers and either don't like them or do not want you to find them. That is fabulous, Brian. I love this article. I love it. And I'm so glad that we got to share this with our our listeners called The Problem with Science. And this is something that we and you listeners run into every day where you're so excited. You see the results in your pet. You, You maybe have a neighbor or a family member who has a pet that's not doing so well. And you want to talk to them about the raw diet, but they just kind of hold their hand up and say, "Mm, yeah, no, I I do not want to know the information that you have because my vet said that raw food is not for every dog because that dog has evolved. That dog is no longer a wolf. That dog has evolved to eat carbs and synthetics and and prescription diets. And I always say, if your prescription diet works, why isn't it working? Why doesn't your dog have bright teeth? No itch. Why doesn't your dog have solid poops? Why doesn't your dog feel good? Mm. If what they are telling you to do works, then why isn't it working? I don't know. Maybe they don't want you to ask that question because they don't want you to find out the answer. Too bad, Mr. White Coat, because the raw dog food truth is here. Spilling the beans for everybody. Well, not beans because they're lectins. Spilling the organs. (laughs) Spilling the organs for everybody. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, you guys. We ship everywhere, um, everywhere that UPS goes. We ship out on Mondays. Um, and we will help you put a diet together. It's really super simple. Um, there's not really a diet, guys, although this sells. There's not really a diet for a schnorky and then a diet for a Great Dane. Meaning, you know, it's not like, okay, well, this little dog can only have pork, duck, and chicken, and that big dog can only have beef, rabbit, and, you know, tripe. No, they can all have a huge variety, and we encourage you to do a huge variety. Now, they may not like something. That may be true. Uh, Their poops may be better on one than the other. That may be true. But the marketing out there is like, oh, large breed, small breed. All right, well, I'm not going to give a small breed a giant femur bone. I mean, come on. It's just common sense. As Neely says, we are not working with meth here. This is real, pure, raw food. So get over to Raw Dog Food and Company. Get on our chat site. Send us an email. uh, Take a look. Put it in your cart. You know, play with the amounts. We'll help you. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where your pet's health is our business 
and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. We'll see you tomorrow with Dr. Judy Jason. Bye, y'all. Oh, snap. Snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.